Ah, it's always so weird putting on the headphones and hearing yourself. Are you good? Is yeah. the mic in a, in a good spot? It's perfect. All right. Are we, we good? We're rolling? We're rolling. Heck yeah. All right. I got to do the intro now. It's been a minute. <clears throat> hey, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do the, the Fez clap snap. Um, all right. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Feature 52 podcast, the show where we bring on underground artists and uh, sit down, have a chat, talk music. Uh, today, we've got Planet Vertigo in the studio. Welcome, welcome. I am Zebra Force. This is Mike West for the first time on camera. Fez couldn't be here today, our usual host. Um, so, you know, we got a little fill-in. Say hey. hi, Mike. Hey, hey Mike. <laughs> Uh, we got Planet Vertigo in the studio today. How are you guys doing? Good. How are you? Thank we're, you for having yeah, us. Yeah, we're we're great. Thank you guys so much for being on. You guys just did your live session. Sounded great. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, we've got some some interview questions for you. All oh, right. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna get real serious. It's an interrogation. It's not an interview. <laughs> oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> Hold the lights. In. Yeah. When was the last? All right. Time bring in the lights. <laughs> get get. We don't need to be on camera. It's just these guys. <clears throat> Um, how long have you guys been playing music? You guys are pretty young, like, uh, what, 16, 17? Yeah. 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 Um, 17. What, 17. I'm 16. I would have guessed the opposite. Really? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be 17 soon. I'll be 17 soon. Yeah. So you guys just getting into the scene, or? Um, it's been, what, like, eight months? It's been almost a year. Yeah, we play, I played my first show... For June first Friday for the culture, and then he joined me in July for the Desert Bloom kickoff show. And oh, okay. Then, yeah, it just took off from there. So that, that was the first show. That was pretty recent. Yeah. Like, Relatively. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so were you playing music prior to setting up the band, or? Um, originally, it was just gonna be me. Um, cause like I never thought that like I would play shows. Like that just didn't seem like anything on the table. I was like, I'm anxious, and that does not seem fun. Mm -hmm. And then. For the culture, did like uh, one of those things, like a contest where you like tagged who you wanted to right, see. Yeah. And I had like a hundred like different people vote for me. Like I didn't have the most votes, but I had the most unique ones. And then I got the spot, and I was like, well, oh, shit. So I had like two <laughs> weeks to try to like pull things together. Because before the album came out, I had two songs out, and he texted me. He was like, yo, that's so cool. Like I learned your stuff on the drums. And I was like, oh, okay. So then I was like, cool. if I ever play a show, like you can play for me. And I was like, we're never gonna get a show. <laughs> and then. You just like took the initiative. You're like, I, yeah, I like your stuff. I'm just gonna jam to it. Yeah, I didn't know she made music until I don't know. I started talking to you like a few days, and you're like, oh yeah, I make music. I was like, okay, we'll send it over. I want to hear it. And so then it's just the I, shittiest uh, mix you've ever heard in your life. <laughs> <laughs> so I started learning. I, I learned both her songs, and uh, then I was like, hey, yeah, and, uh, yeah. And you were like, yeah, I want you to play drums for me if I ever get a show. And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. And then. It actually took Like, off. midway through June, it was like, hey, Desert Bloom wants us to play at their kickoff. And I was like, oh, cool. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I, I love those guys. We're, we're friends with Desert Bloom. And so sad. <clears throat> they're on hiatus. I love yeah, them so much. I wish they weren't on hiatus. Yeah. I love them so much. But um, <clears throat> do you do all the mixing? You said you were, like, recording your. When I say mixing, sending. nothing is done. It's I just <laughs> plug it into the interface, and then that was it. I just made it because I was bored. Like, this mm -hmm. came out, like, April 2020, so, like, no one had anything to do. And so I just bought, like, one of those, like, Scarlet 2i2s. Yeah. Just put it into a MacBook, and I was like, this this works. This suffices. Everyone's starting setup. Yeah. yeah. And then um, 
now it's kind of like embarrassing because I don't tell people I have my stuff on Spotify. I'm like, just look at my Instagram because I do not <laughs> need them to hear that. But we have new stuff coming out that will actually be mixed. Nice. Hopefully. But I've, I've listened to your album. It doesn't sound bad. It's, it's yeah, a good it's mix. Good. Yeah. Very good. I was listening to it on the way here. And all the, the singles, too, that came out after uh, Pulp Fiction, Tranquility, and uh, I'm blanking on the last name. Misery Loves Company. Yes, yes. yes. Those are all really good. Like, you can see a clear the, yeah, the click. step yeah. in, a, in a new direction, like... Like quality wise and writing wise, and it's it's good to see. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you got a good grasp of your sound, like being that you do all your own mixes and stuff. It sounds great. Thank like, you. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be shy about it. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. It sounds great. <clears throat> Especially like you do. Um, there's a couple songs I forgot which ones. There's like two or three that you have like a, a telephone filter on the vocals. Yes, and the it, garage like, band telephone yeah, filter. And yeah, and it, it fits the vibe. Like yeah. it makes it very mellow, mellow, yeah. very warm. Yeah. Um, so uh, what's what's your writing process like? You, so you kind of said that you just like write everything, but now that you're a band, is it like more of a collaborative effort or? I feel like what it's been since I've joined is she'll send me a clip of her playing a song like with vocals and guitar and then um whenever we get together to rehearse like she'll have the song finished and so i'll kind of just write the drums as we go and then sometimes i'll have her send me like a demo version of it mm -hmm. just with her and then i'll go and i'll listen to it over and over until i find something that i i think fits the song right on are the drums on the tracks all live drums or was that like e-drums uh, I have an E kit, but I play like the drums on him. But yeah, nice. he he has yet to be like actually featured in like anything. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I like, think for Moonroof, the first time we played it, we did not have like an actual drum thing set. No. We just played <laughs> it and then just hoped that it went well. No, I, yeah, that one's still kind of messy. I still don't. There. I still don't really know what I want to do with it. So like you know, each show we do, I kind of just so try too. different variations of the same idea and mm -hmm. see what I like better. Yeah, that's usually when you come up with your best ideas on the spot at a show, you know. And yeah. then you don't remember them. Yeah, yeah. that's the yeah. worst part. Yeah. We're always filming when when Fez and I do <clears throat> Elephant King. We always have our phone out. It's like doesn't matter how bad the recording is. If we're jamming, there's there's a recording going cuz you never know what's going to happen. Even by accident, like complete accident. Um, yeah. Uh, so what made you guys want to pursue music? Definitely not money, because that's not a thing. That <laughs> <laughs> that's not happening. <laughs> I I always like listened like a ton of music growing up, but like I never I took like guitar lessons when I was like seven, and I was like that's difficult. I don't like that. That's boring. <laughs> like I have to work to be good at something. Like I'm very much like an instant gratification type of thing. And then I played like the ukulele, like everyone everyone does at some point in their life. And I was like, okay, that's cool. And then I just got back into guitar because I'm like, I want to make an album. Who the hell comes up with that idea? I was like, I want to make an album. Mm -hmm. And so then I just... It's a random idea. Yeah, I had this, like, guitar pad since I was, like, seven, and I just wrote stuff. And it's, like, the most basic chord progressions mm -hmm. you can imagine. But I was like, if it works, it works. And then I guess... Like, I never planned on it doing anything. I was just like, I had this idea. I used to write a lot of poetry. And so then mm -hmm. I just started putting music behind it. Yeah. And I was like, people like it. That's cool. Like, the first time I dropped two of my songs, I had, like, a thousand streams on, like, SoundCloud overnight. And I That's was like... That's pretty quick. Yeah, I was like, people... Okay, like, I had, like, a pretty big friend group and stuff, so, like, they were, like, sharing it around like crazy, like, it was the best thing they'd ever heard, and mm -hmm. I listened back, and I'm like, ooh, okay, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, why'd you start? I think I started, like, the the whole wanting to do music thing, I started playing drums a few years ago, 
let's say 2017 maybe um so like after i started i started playing drums i was like you know like i didn't really think anything else sounded fun to do as a for a job you know like mm-hmm. i don't want to look back when i'm like retired and stuff like man you know i've, I've worked in retail my whole life or i worked a nine to five that was you know i wish i had done something better so you know that was kind of my idea was i wanted to do something that i would look back on and be satisfied with right totally i i get that yeah i mean we're in the same boat we're not in it for the money obviously it's good to have that (laughs) mentality really early you know like starting like that's what like how you want to live your life like because a lot of people will kind of fall into it and eventually start thinking that way but when you go into something with that mentality you your perspective is already like ahead like yeah totally you're on like a another plane you you know you know where the the train is headed yeah 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 so even if i don't become like a touring drummer or anything or whatever like even just being a studio drummer would be cool like i just i just want to play music yeah you know i don't i don't care what form it is if i can if i can do that for a living that would be preferable that's sick man so so you started on guitar but when did you pick up the piano because you got some piano songs um i always had like a piano like this like my parents bought one of those like electric grand pianos like you just like push a button like the keys play themselves it's like i never like to play it because they're like super heavy but um big 21 pilots phase i was like this sounds easy so i'd watch those like youtube tutorials where they put like the numbers on the keys Mm -hmm. and i just like played that but you can get pretty like basic chords like i'm not good with like different rhythms on both hands or anything Mm -hmm. But um, it, I kind of just started doing it because I was trying to build strength in my fingers to play like more diverse guitar chords, like bar chords or just more stretched things. But on piano, you can play an F without like screwing up your fingers. I hate bar mm. chords, as you can tell. So um, piano was just kind of like, I need to diversify, but keep it simple. So like, I don't play anything complex. It's mm. just like full piano chords. Mm. But I would definitely like to get better at that. Like, when I look at what I play, it's like, I'd like to be better at the piano just because yeah. it's so versatile. And, like, to be able to play that on stage, I played it a few times. Maybe one, no, once. Once at Stutter's. Yeah, we played at Eclipse's birthday party. Mm. And um, I played it there. But other than that. Eclipse's? Eclipse. Oh, Eclipse. Yeah. yeah. I know those guys. Well, I don't know them, but I know of them. Yes. Yeah, they're a good band. Yeah. <clears throat> Very popular. So are you working on more piano stuff for new releases or? No, it's just guitar. No, like we have a get two. No, we got one song for piano for re-release, right? Oh yeah, we're redoing uh, Runner Up, like actually being professionally recorded. So um, the piano's redone on Satellipram, but that's I think that's the only song I played it on. Yeah, and you guys record at Eleventh Street, right? Yes, and the guy that was recording us left, so now it's all stuck in there. And Ah. so like I wanted to like have it out like by now, like I thought it'd be over with. But it is currently trapped, and none of like the files that we like mm. preferred are saved, so we have to go back and listen to all of them. But hopefully soon we'll have the EP and the album out. Nice, nice. Yeah, I'm pretty sure like the whole everybody at 11th Street changed like ownership and everything. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know if that's why. Like, that's what happened there. But I don't know if that was couple months ago or like a year ago or, or whatever but I know someone else is now in charge of like all the studio stuff I found that out when uh, when we played when Elephant King played with yeah. you at uh, Permanent Smile I was talking to the owner of, his name escapes me but Rich that's no that's not Rich that's Rich the... plays Rich does the music yeah I don't I'm blanking on the name too but yeah. I know who he is yeah he yeah. was there he's yeah. a really nice guy um, that was a great show yeah um, but I, I was talking to him, and 
he said that he took over like all the studio stuff somewhat recently. Yeah. So makes sense. <clears throat> so what's uh what's your favorite part about being in a band? Like with each other or just in general? Um, the best thing about um being in a, a duo especially is that there's less room for creative differences to like drive your you know your work ethic apart as a band mm-hmm. um, totally because it's it's pretty much like hey I had this idea do you want to use it yeah no okay cool and yeah. just kind of move on it's not like a, a fight yeah there's no third fourth fifth member really like well I think we should do this and it becomes like this whole mm-hmm. you guys are trying to figure out four different ideas and plans for songs it's like okay you know what it's, it makes it a lot easier working with just with this London and I feel like even from the first time we rehearsed there was like a good musical chemistry yeah like we had never met in real life until we went to like our first rehearsal thing oh no way yeah Yeah, and so then it was just kind of like hey my name's London that's how Fez and I were too (laughs) oh really yeah Yeah. (laughs) we just met on Craigslist Craigslist (laughs) really yeah we just got together at a rehearsal studio and it just went from there are you set on being a two piece then Oh, I don't think we'd expand. I'd like maybe if we like play like bigger shows, I would have people play parts, but they wouldn't be like part of the band. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Fill ins. I would not want to like expand like what was originally my thing because like I trust no with everything, mm. but I don't think I'll ever get that with someone else because like the drums like the backbone. Yeah. And I can play the bass, like I can play whatever, but I can't do it all at once. So if mm-hmm. I were to write the parts, I would have people play them on stage, but I wouldn't consider them like part of the band necessarily. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of hassle to get a whole band together it to is. perform. Yeah, yeah, and scheduling is always a nightmare. It's 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 a lot of work. Yeah. <clears throat> Especially if you get some last minute gigs or whatever, you gotta Yeah. Yeah. Um so you guys are pretty young, but you've made a pretty big impact on the scene in you know, less than a year. Do you have any advice for other people who are trying to get into this at sort of a younger age? Just be nice to people. People, they get in their head and they get pretentious and they think that they run, like, everything, even if just, like, they get one or two shows. And people don't go to other shows and try to make connections or you don't, like, reach out to people like, hey, I said the other night, like, you guys are killer. Like, I'd Mm -hmm. love to play with you sometime. Like, I don't really know why we started getting shows. It just kind of, we played first Friday and then... Desert Bloom asked us, and then there was, like, a period of time where we were playing, like, multiple shows a week. Yeah, I, I definitely think that, well, one, if you're trying to get into the scene, just do it. Just yeah. do it. That, even taking the first step to just, like, record, even if it's, like, a really bad iPhone recording of your song, just get it out there. Just have a reference, Just yeah. have just, just get it out there for people, like, can listen to, like, your ideas. Yeah, totally. uh, But also networking is r- really important. If you don't go to shows and you're not hitting people up on Instagram or whatever, and, like, you're not talking to anyone, you're not going to get opportunities. You're Mm -hmm. not going to get shows. It seems like it's a lot easier now than it was when I was getting into the scene, which I was, like, same age, like, 16, 17, quite a few years ago, like, five, six years ago. And um, it was, like, pulling teeth to get a show. That's what it felt like when I first started. Just to, like, find where, like, who to talk to in the first place. And it took a really long time before I felt like I had a couple connections to where I was like, all right, I'm ready to play a show. Time to play a show. But when I first started, I was like, I'm ready to play a show. I'm still ready to play a show. <laughs> yeah. I'm still ready to play a show. And just nothing is coming up. But you guys are, are killing it. You're, you're playing a lot, lots of gigs. You you got a lot of music out. Over a thousand listens. That's huge, like, yeah. huge benchmarks on your, your recorded stuff. I mean, Yeah. Um, have you run into any roadblocks being 
underage. Oh, God, yeah. We can't drive. We can't drive. Uh, <laughs> that's a problem. Um, we can't play at, like, the 18-plus or 21-plus shows. Right, like, bars we can't and even stuff. be in, like, attendance. Um, people don't take you as seriously. Yeah. Um, they just kind of see you as, like... Oh, like, I'm not going to act like we're, like, the best band ever. Like, I'm very, like, immature when it comes to the guitar. And he's incredible. But um, people just kind of, especially in Vegas, they find a band they really like, and they just run with it. Like, right now, it's Napalm Star. Yeah. yeah. It used to be Eclipse. Uh, there were just bands that, like, they get every single show, and right yeah. now it's stuck in that thing where we're not one of them. Mm. Um it's kind of like a rut right now. It's like we're kind of just trying to work on whatever. And it's not like I'm really, like, free the rest of June, but it's like I wish I got an offer. Like, we're doing a charity show in July, but we have not gotten asked to play, like, a single show this summer other than by some of our friends. But, like, yeah. actual booking agents, it's yeah. like. But, again, that's where you make friends, you make connections. You talk yeah. to people. Yeah, it ramps up exponentially. Offer, offer your services to people, too. Like, hey, if you ever need a slot filled, if you ever need this and this and this, like... Offer your services, talk to people, and that's I think that's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus, we are we're not like the band where it's like we're not going to play your show if you don't pay us. It's like we have made zero dollars no off money. of <laughs> absolutely everything we've done, and uh, we're not in it for like to be like millionaires or whatever. It's just fun. Like I just love performing. Like it's the best thing ever. Yeah. Like nothing makes you feel better than like telling everyone I got a show, I got a show. Or like when people <laughs> yeah. are like, are you playing first Friday? It's like yeah, seven, like seven p.m. Come yeah. see us. It's like the best thing ever. Like Definitely. last show, we had a like a full family. They had like heard of us like two days before, and they all came wearing like handmade shirts, and it was like the cutest oh, thing ever. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. We'd never talked before. Um, really? Yeah, like this random girl fans. was like, I love <laughs> your stuff. Like, one of my friends just posted about you, and I started listening. Like, I'm in love with you guys. And then they came to our show, and they were so nice. Like, they made us, like, sign their shirts, but yeah. they were super sweet. That's so But it's cool. those things like that that, like, keep you, like, going. Like, they push you, because it felt like at that point, we were at that hard, like, point where it was like, we're going to have to start throwing our own shows, or we're not going to get any. Yeah. And so then we just, like, reached out. The first party, like, can we play? And mm-hmm. they are like, yeah, you can play, I guess. And so... <laughs> Then they came and I just guess. like, yeah, <laughs> whatever. Sometimes they are like that. They don't respond for like 24 hours like, all yeah. right, cool. <laughs> Those first Friday where like for the culture or? Uh, IG the label. Oh, okay. For the culture, we haven't played since November. That's like impossible to pull. That's mm. like the goal for everybody. And it's yeah. cool that we've played it. We've played it, what, twice? Twice, yeah. Two first Fridays and then we played for Desert Bloom. But No, we played, we played only twice, right? For Desert Bloom and for first Friday in November. Oh, yeah, I played First Friday Jam. Oh, that's right, right, right. Yeah. I keep forgetting. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's kind of just cool at this point. I mean, yeah, people don't take it seriously because we're young. They mm-hmm. kind of, like, I've heard people make jokes. Uh, but it's cool, you know, because it's, like, we're living, like, the kind of, like, dream that people have where it's, like, oh, I want to be, like, a rock star. It's, like, I'm yeah. not like that, but, I mean, I get, like, exposure. Like, people know who I am. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. Like the first time someone called me Planet Vertigo, like it like knocked me back. I was like, "Why'd yeah. you just call me?" Kinda, <laughs> like in public. Yeah. yeah, it was just like random, like occurrences. Like the guy from For the Culture, I'd never seen him before. And then he goes, "Planet Vertigo," and I was like, <laughs> "London." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's hard to lock in your mind that like all that you are to some people as a band. Yeah. Cause um I don't know if like I don't know if I'd ever like start another band if like this didn't work out. Like you you're already in like another band. I'm already in another band. But yeah. I don't know. I just kind of like how it is. Like, it's just simple. And mm-hmm. it does cause, like, a lot of turmoil sometimes because it's just so bare bones. You can hear every mistake. Yeah. And there's nothing to cover it up. It keeps you honest, definitely. But sometimes, like, I wish I there was, like, a way to expand without 
right. calling in other people. I like I like it though. It adds a sort of fragility and like openness to the music, and it makes you focus on the lyrics, which are obviously very important to you. Like they're very well thought out lyrics. So I think it fits for for what you guys do for yeah. sure. <clears throat> Excuse me. So. Uh, what are some of your influences as guitarist and as a drummer? Uh, I don't listen to anybody when it comes to guitar because I don't have like a style. I just play chords. Like I eventually, like, I try to learn like tiny solos. Usually, just like Arctic Monkey solos, like mm. easy stuff. But Weezer songs. Weezer songs. <laughs> the Buddy Holly. Um, if I could like make music like one person, like I really like Beach Bunny style. I really like Carol's Daughter's style. Um, I do like the Arctic Monkeys feel. Like, I love Arctic Monkeys so much. Who else? I don't know. It's just kind of like whatever I feel. Like, some of our songs are very, like, dark, and some are just kind of, like, happy and, like, bright. So mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to, like, focus on just one thing. Like, the, the chords for On and On, that's just straight-up cigarette daydreams, <laughs> but on the fifth fret. And I was like, all right, sick, this works. So it's just kind of, like, getting ideas from people but not directly ripping them like some people will just take the chords and like the same exact like rhythm and just run with it it's like that's not like it's your it's music but Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel authentic yeah writing new stuff is all about you know being inspired by somebody is all about stealing but stealing correctly correctly yeah you do that yeah Yeah. there's (laughs) i think i think picasso was most famously quoted for saying that good artists borrow and great artists steal right so yeah I couldn't think of the quote or who said it, so I was like, I'm just going to put it, it was, <laughs> I think I think it was uh, most notably Picasso who was, like, credited for saying that. Um, I don't know. Like, in- inspirations for me, I guess. Like, Travis Barker was the first drummer I knew by name. Uh, Legend. I feel like, I feel As like one it's, does, a, yeah. it's a standard answer for drummers, but, I mean... But uh, rightfully so, yeah. Like, I'm still going back through the catalog of, of Blink-182 and, like... Mm-hmm hearing stuff that he's done like it's crazy dude like I've heard those songs like hundreds of times before and I'm still finding stuff I'm like oh Um, Daniel Fang from Turnstile I don't know if you're familiar with the band Turnstile no I'm not Um, I'm blanking on like everyone Uh, Fletcher Shears yeah Zach Hill yeah Fletcher Shears from The Garden Uh, Zach Hill he's doing he's doing like everything now he just did a song with like Danny Elfman recently Mm -hmm. but um Josh Dunn again, Twenty One Pilots, but yeah. like, you know, all all of those drummers I, I just listed are you know they're drastically different style wise, but there's things about them. There's a common medium. There's a common like things about them that I, I really admire. Yeah. Um, no one else is coming to mind. I feel like there's tons, but like I yeah, can't. I, I'm put I, on the spot. I, I understand. <laughs> yeah, being put on the spot with questions like that, it, it's tough. We pull inspiration from everything, you know. Everything you're listening to every day, it's, there's always something, something clicking in your head. Uh, you said you're in another group. What's what's the other group? The other group is a garage punk band called Part Two and the Electric Boogaloo's. Oh, that's oh, you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we're we're playing with you. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Ne- next weekend. Yeah, Wait, they're on that bill. They're on, yeah. They're oh, really? Second Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I did see that. Yeah, I was Saturday. walking around because like Sad Park and Deathlands, right? Deathlands. Yeah. yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, very yeah. jealous. I'm really excited for that show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. this guy, just, uh... this guy's playing bass for Elephant King. Really? Yeah. 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 He's the finally. E in Elephant King. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the extra E. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, uh, I'd only known of them because they had asked London to play a show with them last year, and that show didn't get put together till like September. 
I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just kept getting pushed off. Yeah, I kept pushed getting off. pushed off. Uh, but no, I met them for the first time in person at like a Desert Bloom concert. It was when they came back from tour. That was like a few weeks before the show, I think. Mm-hmm. And so then their drummer at the time couldn't make it to that show. And they're like, hey, could you fill in for us? Because you're going to be there. And I was like, cool. I never like learned any of their songs. Like I listened yeah. to them before. I never learned any of their songs. And so like the week of the show, I had to learn their entire set and like rehearse with them and try to work out getting to, you know, just getting the same like chemistry with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think in March this year is like I kind of just joined them like officially. The previous their, drummers, their drummer, like now he, gone. Yeah, he left because like uh, school. School. And he was getting really busy with like because I, I think uh, it was really demanding like on the traveling side of things, and so he just he just left because you know focus mm-hmm. on the priorities and stuff. So I've been with them since March, I think. Right on. Yeah, nice. Right on. Yeah, I don't think I've seen them play live, but I've seen plenty of flyers with their name on it in, they're in the past. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're definitely everywhere. Uh, you guys got more than Second Saturday planned? or uh, We might be playing a show on the 18th. I, I'm not sure yet. Um, and then we're playing the same fundraiser because, you know, we're hosting it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what we have because we were supposed to supposed to play one last week and it fell through. And so then we got Second Saturday. And uh, is there stuff out on, like on Spotify? And stuff oh yeah, for that oh yeah, we got two, al- we got two albums. They have oh, shit. endless or, shit. All yeah, their yeah. albums have like twenty five songs on it. The <laughs> first one has a first album. I don't remember how many songs, but on the most recent one, it's like twenty five songs on it. Hell yeah, hell and, uh, nice. Yeah, so this, they're song machines, dude. Meanwhile, we well, do six, and we're like, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> <Yeah>. Dropped. <laughs> it's, it's crazy, though, because like, I didn't realize how fast I could write songs. Yeah. And so... Terrifying. It's, it's scary. <laughs> I come up with one like every six weeks, and I'm like, this suffices. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, instrumentally, you could just come up with anything on the spot, yeah. day of. And like being a punk band, too, like you can kind of... Not do whatever use, you want. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, can, you can, you know, rip other people. And it's fine, you know. Mm-hmm. I Sounds mean, exact same. What's all the Green Day wrote on? the same song, you know, for their entire career, and they, you know, they made it. So yeah. <laughs> of course, yeah. we going up. Well, uh, we can. What what what's our time at Space Boy? We're at around thirty minutes. We're around thirty minutes. That's, that's pretty good. That's that's pretty, that's pretty good. good. Yeah. Um, I think I went through all of my questions. Mike, you got any anything to say? Uh, um, lovelies. Well, uh. Yeah, I don't know. This is a different thing. It is. It's a very different dynamic. (laughs) Apologies. We usually have Fez to just like run, run, (laughs) and and he's just like he's so quick. Fez can go forever. He he really can. He can talk to somebody all day and just never run out of questions to ask. I'm like, um, first pet, social security number, (laughs) mother's maiden name. Yeah, what's the three special numbers on the back of your credit card? (laughs) Special numbers. (laughs) There's three magic numbers that make it all go (laughs) go well. Um, I got one. What would be if you guys had unlimited money to buy any piece of equipment, be a guitar, piano, drums, anything? I like that. That's a good question. What like what what's your like dream equipment? Your dream instrument, anything? Um I want a a Fender Ventera um mm-hmm. in like that surf green color. Oh, they're so pretty. Nice. I found one for only like 850 cuz it has like a big chunk of paint missing. Like nobody can see that. <laughs> no, like who cares? Character. It's like five hundred dollars yeah. off the price. Guitars look cooler when they're broken in. Absolutely. That's, yeah. Absolutely. Or the white Eddie Vedder. Oh. Uh, 
I don't like the red. I like the white version. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't really look at that too much. I just kind of, when I want something, I want it. Like, I don't, like, look <laughs> out into the future. Like, my dream guitar. Yeah. What about you? You want to get another Tama Swing Star? Uh, there's a... It's a pearl. It's a pearl kit from I think it's from I think it's the Europe uh, location. Mm. Uh, but it's it's this like rose satin four piece. Ooh. It's like three thousand dollars though, and so uh, you know, it's like this really nice paint color though. Mm. Um, and there's quite a few kits, but like that's like the main one. It was there's I, I saw it, I think one day I was just browsing Instagram and then I saw they posted. I was like, whoa, nice. That's crazy. And then I went and like looked at it on the website. I was like, oh, that's. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's four digits yeah. that I don't have. Yeah. <laughs> we, well, Pearl, Fender, get on it. Plan of Vertigo. Yeah. I want your gear. Get a vinyl um, endorsement. <laughs> so we've been asking all the artists on here uh, if you could collaborate with any of the underground artists that you've you've played shows with, linked up, local, non-local, um, who, who would you pick? Maxwell Gang. Maxwell Gang. Maxwell Gang. You're quick. And, yeah. and Luxury Furniture Store. I would love to collab with either of them. Those are my favorite local bands. Luxury Furniture Store uh, shares rehearsal space with Elephant King. Really? Yeah, yeah. We're, we know those guys. They're so cool. Yeah. I went, I saw them at the the, the Australia did record store, uh, uh, 11th Street, uh, yeah. like a month or two ago. And uh, I, that was the first time I got to see them. Uh, I was trying to go to their shows in the past and like, there's always something, like the last one I was going to go to before I got COVID, like mm -hmm. the day before the show. Mm -hmm. And so, no, I finally got the chance to go see them. I talked to them. They're so cool. Yeah, they're, they're, so cool. they're cool guys. They have a great sound. Yeah. Like, very, the Cure. Yeah. They're like, yeah, the local version of The Cure. <laughs> yeah, definitely. The Vegas Cure. <laughs> uh, what, what about you? Is that a similar um, answer? Or? I Sometimes I listen to Eclipse's music, and I write lyrics over it. I think that'd nice. be cool, because like, they're just, like, Stutter is so good at just writing guitar parts. Yeah. Um, as far as, like, actual, like, vocal, like, instrumentalist bands I don't really know who I'd go for there's so many people and they're all so different like I love Ronnie Wilder's style mm -hmm. like I know she was just on here we played with her once or twice once or twice yeah something we've played with her before is all that I know I'm sure um, you'll you'll be playing with her again now that they're back kind of back in the scene yeah the yeah. frenzy's back mm -hmm. yeah because she was just going to go solo for a little bit, right? Yeah, she did go solo yeah. for, for a little while. Yeah, she's been doing, like, cover gigs and, and stuff. But now she's got the Cosmic Frenzy back and uh, so revamped. <laughs> yeah, they're killer. Yeah. We love them. But I don't know. I feel like I could adapt to basically, like, anything anyone wanted. I yeah. mean, I, I, my limitation is I'm not good at guitar. Like, I have so <laughs> many, like, things I want to do. And, like, I practice every day. But it just takes so long to, like, build, like, the actual muscle memory. Yeah. But, I mean, we have pretty, like, diverse type of songs. Not, like, crazy diverse, <laughs> but enough that you could, like, anyone could pick at it a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I feel like you write great lyrics, and you. you could probably fit in with, like, any local band. Yeah. Like, your vocals are unique. You have your own style about you that you could collaborate with anybody. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's sense. awesome. Yeah, we want to bring in, like, as extra feature 52 content bring, bring bands back and like have them give collab. them a full <laughs> full day in the studio to write a song with another band oh, in, that'd be in, cool. in, that'd be so in the scene yeah so we've been asking everybody just like who 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 you want to work with what are the typical answers um we've had everybody uh, yeah, different answers for yeah. like every artist they, really? and, and a lot of times it's as quick as Noah just was like boom yeah. this yeah. guy like these people like so it's it's good to see that everyone like 
you know, everyone is all over the scene and they love to see everything, but people have like their their, their, their niches, their specifics that they want to work with, and it's cool to see. Definitely. So. Yeah, it's, it's really cool that, like he was saying, everyone's like quick with it. You were like, absolutely. Luxury furniture store, love those guys. And it's cool to see that it's kind of proof that everyone's going out to each other's shows and you know being a part of the scene and listening to everybody's music you know when yeah. when you have an answer that quick i think um red seduction was like hideaway absolutely hideaway mm-hmm. like they wrote they even wrote a song for the hideaway and hideaway was like no guys keep the song really <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> um <It's> like, <laughs> yeah everyone's wow. been pretty pretty quick with that answer it's really cool to see i feel like it's a great representation of like the community that's been building over yeah, the last couple of years especially like yeah the last couple of years has been a real revitalization of yeah. the scene and like it's like it's jumping off the you know the the plague of covid but like it's uh it's just great to see everyone is just so enthusiastic about playing with people and playing at all the venues around town and just going to shows for the sake of going. Like mm-hmm. Everyone's so supportive, too. Yeah, exactly, I, exactly. I, I think there's a lot more venues now, too. There's just a lot more happening. And I, I'm sure it's you know partially due to everybody being inside for COVID. Like, everyone just wants to go out and have a good time now. Mm-hmm. And I think there was a real push for local music in the last year, two years. Whereas, like... Prior to 2020, it was there was a scene, but it it wasn't nearly as happening as it is right Pretty now. Pretty closed off too. Like yeah. it was like yeah, if you're you're in or you're not. Like, yeah, and I think it still is kind of like that to a degree, but kind of, um, but, but it's growing. Yeah, it, it's fast. yeah, it's yeah. growing really <laughs> fast, and we have so many people, so many new promoters, and um, you know, new venues doing doing great work. So. I, I think it's been a very positive change the last couple of years. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Even just the local scene in general, it doesn't have to be music, just like restaurants, like like locally owned restaurants and stuff, like in the arts district, just that entire area of town is blossoming like crazy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's great to see. Like just Vegas is becoming cultural. Like yeah, it, it, it's building a it's culture. It's something that I have wanted since I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like finally coming around. It's cool I feel to like. see. It's cool to be like it's happening right now. Yeah, yeah. I remember being really young and being like, this "Vegas kind of sucks. It's all <laughs> like there's nothing here. Yeah. There's no like dust. culture. Yeah, yeah, it's just dust. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, another downside of being young. We have to go to college. It's like, what do you do at that point? Yeah, you don't like, have to go to college. We don't have to go to college. No one's making you go to college. But at this rate, I definitely need a backup plan. But like, it's like, where the hell do I go? Because mm-hmm. like, if I want to keep doing this, like, I have to bring his ass with me. <laughs> so it's like, wherever I go, he's gonna have to go. Right. So it's kind of just like difficult. It's like we're getting like we're growing up. Like I started this when I was fifteen. Like I. I, I always say, like, I released an album when I was 15. Yeah, because it came out the day before my 16th birthday, so it's, like, the <laughs> it perfect... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We made the cut, but, um, yeah, like, I have to tour colleges next week, and it's, like, yeah. I just, I, we kind of just, like, ignored the fact that was ever going to have to happen. I was, like, oh, I'll just stay in Vegas and, like, do this my whole life. We're not making money. I can't, like, live off of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So it's difficult, definitely. It's, like, kind of, like, that stressful thing where, like, every time I'm, like, in public or, like, I bring up anything education-wise, my parents are, like, so where are you going to go to college? It's, like... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But. Do you have an idea of, of that backup plan? Um, Next week, or the week after, I'm going to be in New York, and I'm looking at NYU, and um, what's it called? 
Columbia and Juilliard, which I I don't like like the contemporary. Like mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to play the French horn for a living. <laughs> but like if I can get in just to say I went to Juilliard, like that's tight. So uh, otherwise. <laughs> Uh, like UCSB, like just California. Like I don't want to go somewhere like cold. Like I'm from the Midwest. Like I'm from Illinois. Okay. I'm never going back there. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm gonna like study dentistry. <laughs> Be an orthodontist is hopefully right will happen. Yeah. Well, I hope that the band sticks together throughout what whatever happens because I think you guys got a good thing going. Yeah, for real. I hope so. That'd be cool. Yeah. Plus, like I feel like staying in Vegas, it's like a comfort because it's like. Everyone knows you. But then if you go somewhere else, you have to reintegrate. But also you're reintegrating and you're getting a whole new, like, set of people. You gotta start, like, like a blank slate. Yeah, like Arlo, they just moved here. And he was like, can you help me, like, get integrated? And now they have, like, 11 freaking shows for (laughs) June. And it's like, you needed no help with that. (laughs) I assisted you this much. Well, I mean, all it takes is one one person to help one yeah. person to bring you to one show and then yeah. like you can meet everybody that you need to meet to to keep it going to keep going yeah yeah to keep the ball going um well i think we're about at wrap up time unless you got any anything else to say um, thank you for yeah. joining me on camera today mike it's thanks for having me <laughs> it's a pleasure pleasure this was always. a nice switch up <laughs> yeah. um we've got no date announced for the july showcase because it's only, what, June 3rd? Yeah, we're recording yeah, this. this. an early July recording. But if we do have it, it'll be on screen right, right. here. Right. <laughs> Wait. Right here. Oh, wow. Yeah, Over Mike. there? Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Sorry. With the no, program. My, my bad. It's right here. <laughs> oh, whoa, look at that. Yeah. Wow. wow. Oh, mm-hmm. there it goes. Oh. oh. Those are some Bye. crazy bands, man. Wow. Yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, you can catch Planet Vertigo live at. We're doing that one at Bull House too. Yeah. Um, at at Bull House, we can. If it's not at Bull House, the venue is right know, there. The info is right yeah. here. <laughs> um, you can catch them live and uh, look out for for new releases. Go check out their stuff on Spotify and Apple. You guys are on everything, right? Yeah. Apple Music, all all the all the stuff. DistroKid. No, United Tune Masters. You know, oh, wow, that's a first. Mm. I haven't heard that oh, one. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They kicked me out of my account. Now it's like, all right, here we sit with, like, <laughs> the the singular bits of money I did make are now stuck in this, like, suspended account. And I was like, man. Oh, oh yeah. Got the, me good the, with that the one. The 30 cents that you, <laughs> <laughs> you get. Yeah. It's like, wow, a thousand streams. Six dollars. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> well, do you guys have anything you want to plug before we wrap up? Um, no. Be nice to people. Make good music. Don't be stuck up. Don't be a prick. And it's pretty simple to be a decent band. Even if people don't like you, they're not going to not come to a show because you're there. So just make friends with everybody, every style, and you'll get shows. Not that that's working for us right now, but <laughs> it has in the past. Hey, you, you guys got a show in July. That is that, true. That We're that throwing it. That is for it. sure. Yeah. yeah. So you're you're growing, you're you're doing it, you're doing it well. But that was very that was profound, kind words. Um, be sure to check out all their stuff on the interwebs. Uh, thank you guys so much for for coming on. It's thank been a pleasure. Thank you for having us. Yeah, Gooby. <laughs> <laughs> I never know how to end these things. Uh, yeah, man. it's different every single time. No, that, that adds. To Hit him with a Gooby <laughs> like. <laughs> I, 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 Brought to you by Aquafina. Sometimes I sometimes I kiss the mic. Sometimes I. I give a gooby. I like the gooby. Sometimes I think Fez has ended it a couple times. Gooby's pretty good. Um, brought to you by Aquafina.
Thank you, Aquafina. Thanks, Aquafina. <laughs>